Well, hey there. Welcome to the People Gardener podcast. I'm Rhonda Delaney, your host, also known as the People Gardener. Thrilled to put this podcast together to help small business owners, new business owners, frustrated business owners, and aspiring leaders, whether they're inside business or outside. Each week, we bring you some actionable steps so that you can actually improve your skill as a leader. That's what we're about. We're here to help you become a better leader by giving you access to lots of different perspectives. The guests are varied. We're thrilled to have them. Get out your pen, get out your paper, and be ready to learn. Every single episode, you're going to be able to take something away that you can implement. Are you ready? Let's get to work. Well, hey there. Welcome back to the People Gardener podcast. Happy to have you here. This is the second episode on emotional intelligence. And today we are going to be talking about self-management. So learning how to be more in control of our own emotions and impulses. (laughs) all the rest of it. So really what it is, it's managing the reaction, managing the emotion and really working at becoming adept at being calm under pressure, adapting to change. You know, when that curveball comes and not having a freak out about it, but just embracing it and figuring out a way to handle it and to deal with it. Do you remember? I mean, those of us that have have had children, and now I have eight grandbabies, little kids, one of the things that is a big challenge for them is handling their emotions, you know, dealing with disappointment. They don't know how, and they have to work at learning. And some of us as adults, We haven't spent a lot of time in learning as we've grown up. Other people, they've learned well. And you're going to have people on your team that are able to self-manage their emotions and their responses to given situations. And others, they aren't going to do what you consider a good job of it. But the question is, you as the leader... How are you doing? How are you managing? Do you have people that come into your business, come onto a Zoom call, come into a one-on-one conversation on the phone, and they're tense and uptight because they're not sure who's showing up? because you are all over the place with emotions and you're contradicting yourself in your responses. One time you respond this way and one time you respond another way to pretty much the same scenario and they can't quite figure out what the response is going to be this time. That's a really scary place to have your employees live in. Nobody wants to wonder 
what's going to happen. They want to be able to expect what your response is going to be because you've demonstrated over time that there are things that are very important that there might be zero tolerance for, there might be very minimal leeway to accommodate, and it might be, no, this is how we do it here. And so everybody comes to expect and learn and understand. But when you are inconsistent in the management of your emotions and your responses to things, it has everybody on edge because they're not sure. And uncertainty is fearful. It absolutely is. So how are you going to work at becoming that consistent, self-managed person? Well, the first thing is you have to want to become that. The second thing is you have to accept that you're not that and take feedback and really grill yourself in every situation and looking back and saying, okay, well, I could have handled that differently if I had done this, if I had said that, if I had gone with that approach. But more than that, you have to be willing to actually take action and change. (laughs) Leadership, seriously, it is. We do more growing as an effective leader than our people do. It's a fact. If you focus on really working on yourself, you're not focused on your people, but they are receiving the benefit because they are actually watching it happen in real time. And they understand what's important and what's valuable to you because you're, you're working hard at becoming the leader that you want that you want to be. There's a few episodes on the podcast that I really recommend you go back to. I'm going to check my notes here because I want to make sure I send you to the right place. So episode 113. So go to rondadelaney.com forward slash episode 113. That's Robbie Bent from Canada, from the Toronto area. And it's all about breath work. And he actually has an app. I would go on, listen to the podcast because it will direct you. Breathing and learning how to pause before you have a reaction or a response or before you formulate any thought, any words that you think that you want to speak, taking that time to pause is vital when it comes to choosing the right words. And the interesting thing is so many scenarios don't require you to have a response immediately. Ask the question, you know what? I need to think about this a little bit. Are you okay with me getting back to you? Whatever. Or it would be, you know what? I think the best is let me think about this while I walk back to my desk or after I get off this call and I'll shoot you an email. For me, I prefer to speak. Other people, they prefer to write. And be okay with saying, okay, so do you need it right now? Or can I think about this for a little bit? 
when you give yourself time, that breath, that pause, you are more likely to come up with an appropriate response, a true response, a thoughtful response, than just grabbing something up the top of your head, especially when your emotions are potentially in a heightened place. It could be that somebody has clearly misunderstood or chosen not to, let's say, process something in the factory the way that it's supposed to be. You know, the SOP says this, 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 and this, and they didn't even come close to it. And it caused a massive, expensive problem for the machine that they were operating. Yeah, inside, you're ticked. You're fuming, <laughs> right? This is, we're talking tens of thousands of dollars of repair to this machine because the guidelines were not followed. The instructions were not followed. Self-management is holding yourself, allowing yourself to feel. Don't stop the feeling. You just don't have to act on that feeling in that given moment. You don't have to show how you're feeling in that given moment. You can be measured. You can choose to moderate how you're thinking, how you're feeling, dealing with that and present something. Yes, you can be absolutely disappointed that somebody did not follow the directions, the standard operating procedure of how this machine operates. But there is no place where it's okay that you berate people. There's no place that it's okay that you vocally come down on them, that you have a fit or basically that two-year-old temper tantrum kicking and screaming on the floor. So you have to decide. Do I need to take a pause and come back? Or am I good? Am I good right now? Am I managing myself? You know, because there's times where you may find that, hey, the standard operating procedure was confusing and it's not all on them. You have to take some ownership of that. So breath work, pausing, absolutely part of the tools that you have to getting to that self-management. You know, a lot of self-management is just experience. You know, having to go through those scenarios multiple times that you become much more adept at getting yourself to that managed place on a much quicker time schedule. The other episode is episode 105. So that's rondadelaney.com forward slash episode 105. This is Michelle Lyman, and she is talking about energy management. Definitely something that can help you when you are leading people is to not let yourself get into that depleted state, the depletion of energy, of feeling like you are, you're full, and you're ready to go and you're ready to tackle anything at any given time. The way to do that isn't 
a miracle. It is by managing your energy throughout the day. What you're going to expend energy on and what you're not. The little irritating things, you move them off. It's just, it's not worth consuming any amount of energy on those. The bigger issues, then you have time, you have the energy to be able to deal with those. Leading yourself is such a vital part of being an effective leader, period. Because so much of how people feel about their job and about their company is on how you operate. It's on how you speak to them. It's on how you hear them. It's on the consistency of how you are, about what you bring to the table. So managing yourself and, well, the first is the self-awareness, really getting to know who you are and, and where you are and what's important to you, what you value, then managing your emotions and your reactions. And make sure, totally clear, it's not that you can't have those emotions and those action, those reactions. It's that you basically keep them in a bubble until you figured out an effective, honest, fair way of sharing them. <laughs> so you're not, you know, flying off the handle. Just be measured in your approach so that people are more likely to bring mistakes to you because they know you're not going to explode. They understand that you're fair. They understand that you will listen. And yes, they are remorseful. They can't believe that that happened, but that you will be human and you will help them work their way through it and work to it not happening again. This week, take the time to really watch your initial reaction and then what you do with that reaction. Is it a positive thing? Is it a negative thing? How could it be different? How could it be better? How could it be more instructive for those that you're interacting with? This is years and years in the making. You are going to be learning about how to manage yourself. Well, I think well on into your 80s and 90s <laughs> because it's hard. It's really hard when you feel like you just want to let go and it's like, no, that's just not the most effective way to handle things. So I really encourage you to get out there and, and work at the self-management. Keep working on the self-awareness and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks so much for listening to the People Gardener podcast. Hopefully you have a nugget or two that you'll be able to implement this week as part of your ever-evolving leadership style. If you haven't already downloaded the Be Interested app, it's my new app. It's available on Apple, 
uh, App Store and also the Google Play Store. I do have free content on there. I have my 25 Ways to Be Interested Workbook and Challenge, which is a wonderful step-by-step, um, day-to-day way of incorporating those questions, the whys of being interested in your people. There's also uh, videos on there and a uh, resource. So we've got TED Talks and books and podcasts and yeah, it's just lots of wonderful resources for you. So absolutely go and check it out and we'll talk to you next week.